0: Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to episode 57 of the Digital Barbell Podcast. Thank you each for being here. We appreciate all of our listeners and watchers, whether you're listening to the audio version or watching us on the YouTube. Thanks for being here. We got a really special episode today, something different, something we want to kind of fill you guys in on. But first, let's talk about our sponsor for today.
1: I didn't tell you. I got an email. We have a last minute sponsor come in. Oh, okay. They reached out to All me. Right. They reached out to me this time. Let's do it. Okay, so this is a repeat. I think they were I think they were our sponsor back in like sometime in late 2020, but this is big. <laughs> the City of Boise is our sponsor. <laughs> Boise,
0: Idaho where, Boise the pota- Idaho, where the potatoes come from?
1: Expect a truck of potatoes to show up. No. Yeah. So today, one of our friends who let us so generously live in their house and experience the great city of Boise, Idaho, is moving one-way ticket, Texas, to Boise. Yeah. It's now, not
0: It's not that we have two friends that let us live in different houses. They're a couple. They're a married couple. And <laughs> one
1: of them is going. The house isn't ready. That It's a long story, but they're... Yeah. She is going up to live in Boise, Idaho. That's exciting. Like, it's very exciting, and like it's gonna make me tear up. Um, I really it was yeah. So, so we
0: still have our skis though. We're yeah, d- we're gonna, gonna be going
1: by. to Boise, Idaho a lot. Th- we're gonna be like knock knock knock, we're here.
0: Do <laughs> You think our skiing skills will hang on till we? Well, ski yeah. Again, I mean, or?
1: if we if we lived if we lived in Boise right now, we wouldn't be skiing. It's summer. It's like a hundred degrees there. That's
0: a good point. I guess <laughs> we
1: haven't missed the season. <laughs>
0: I guess I feel like my skills were just about to peak, yeah, and I, you know, kind of got shortchanged. Um, I
1: mean, when the snow melts, you can't ski.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully, we pick right back up where we yeah. left off on the black diamonds. Uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you well, might, you might have to take a lesson again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the podcast, Boise, Idaho. There then, you go. there you go. All right. So I t- said that we have a kind of a special episode today. We're going to talk about. Um, We're gonna kind of recap our training philosophy Mm -hmm. we've got some changes coming up within the company within our programs Mm -hmm. that we offer and it kind of ties in with what the core of our business started out as which centers around what our uh, philosophy to training
1: yeah we talked about this like in podcast three i think yeah um, of our training philosophy so it's been a while if, if you haven't listened to that one and it's good it's a good refresher for everybody
0: yeah I think you can kind of sum it up as our approach to training combines the best of strength training, bodybuilding, and CrossFit style workouts mm-hmm. to help people build a strong, impressive physique that performs as well as it looks. Yeah, We're not just about one thing. Right. We're about multiple things because we think that, that combining that philosophy or using that philosophy gives most people the best results. Mm-hmm. We're still going to offer custom programs to people yeah. who have specific goals, mm-hmm. whether that be working around an injury, um, Tra- focusing, like training for something specific, yeah, training for right. a strength, whatever, that kind of thing. But the base of our business is that philosophy yeah. combining those three things. And
1: that's what we're going to talk about today. Cause we, um, we, we've, the, the way we found these three pieces um is you know we're gonna go through that story again and kind of talk about why we chose like how we found them and why we why we know that it works Mm -hmm. um so one thing though before we start this is just like i was going to mention this this is this is kind of funny but like literally literally two days ago i just realized that you don't have to be good at everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm talking about like in the workout world. Yeah. Um, so I just I'm just saying this because if if you're hearing this and you're like one of our clients and you're like, I don't want anything to change, I, I like what I'm doing, you know, don't fear like something changing and don't fear like trying trying new things Mm -hmm. because when you start something or when you try something new it's going to be hard and it's okay that things are hard and it's okay that you're not good at everything and like doing just the things you're good at This is why like having a coach is a good thing because if if i would just program for myself like i would just do the things that i'm good at and not work on my weaknesses but getting to where you can work on your weaknesses is where you grow not only like in your strength but in your mindset as well So what happened the other day is I'm working out with Jonathan. It was a um a twenty minute workout. And I'm super competitive in my mind. (laughs) He has no idea. But I mean like I don't even know we're racing. (laughs) We start out the workout and he was like two reps ahead of me. And I'm like counting it. I'm like, okay, he's two reps ahead. I can, you know, and I can I can shorten my transitions. And then, you know, the next round we're like I'm like one rep behind him, you know, and then by by the third round, I'm like two reps ahead, and I'm just like building because I'm like shorting my transitions, I'm like rushing through things, i you know, he has no idea what's going on, he's over there in his own world, but. I start to like really like get ahead I reached where I was like almost around ahead of him by the end of this twenty minutes. And like I'm thinking to myself, like, what a great workout this is.
0: <laughs> I'm winning.
1: <laughs> and it's really only because I'm feeling this way because I'm winning the workout. Because it's it's something that like is like for my strengths. If it was a workout that like had some of my weaknesses in it, I would have been falling behind. And I I was And I would have, my mindset, instead of being like, man, I'm killing it. This is a great workout. I would have been like starting to go the opposite way. I would have been like, this workout is awful. You know, I'm (laughs) (laughs) like, this is the worst day, you know, just my mindset would have started to trend the other way. And, um, we've been watching, I like, I like to watch a lot of like documentary stuff on CrossFit and And I'm sitting there, like watching, you know, thinking about some of the stuff I've watched recently. And these people tell these stories of like, you know, this workout, I was winning, this workout, I was losing. They don't win every workout. They're like the best and the best of the of this business. And they know that they can't win every workout. You can't be the fastest runner and the strongest deadlifter unless you're Matt (laughs) Frazier. You don't have to be. You don't have to be. You just have to be fairly good at everything and a big piece of like them being able to compete like this is having the mindset to like keep going when you're not in first place, like be positive for that next workout. I don't know why I just came, this came to me two days ago, but like, I need to be okay with that. Like, I'm not going to be good at every workout we do. Like if it has burpees in it, Jonathan can cycle through burpees a lot faster. He's going to gain some momentum on me and it doesn't need to like devastate me in that moment. I need to just like focus on staying where I can stay trying to get better and cycling them faster, but being okay with losing in that moment.
0: Yeah. Part of being well-rounded is recognizing that you have things that are your strengths and things that are your weaknesses. Yeah. It's okay to, to acknowledge that and it's okay also to try to work on your weaknesses too, as long as you stay in the right mindset of it being part of the big picture.
1: Right. Like sometimes, you know, pull-ups sometimes are hard for people or push-ups, or whatever it is. But like when the, when you see pull-ups come up, it's like instead of skipping it or instead of taking the easy way out or instead of being like, Oh, I hate pull-ups. These are the worst. Like working on those, your weakness in that moment is only going to make you stronger, not just physically, but mentally.
0: Yep. I like that. Okay. It was a long (laughs) version of that story. No, it's all good. So uh we kinda wanna we wanna recap where we've been. Yeah. How did we get to this how do we get to this point?
1: Yeah, like I said, we talked about this a lot in in episode three, but the brief the brief summary is the first thing, you know, we like we said, we're gonna get back to our roots. Strength Mm -hmm. training, bodybuilding and crossfit style workouts is the best way to achieving just like, you know, your overall health and fitness. Um, So the first thing we found in that group was CrossFit and we both took to it immediately. Um, This was like back in 2009. Um, And from there, like I just started to dive into like, I wanted to get as much training in CrossFit as I could. Like I wanted to start training others and getting as much education in CrossFit as I could. Um, Started training others. And just going down the path of like getting educated, and um, so after doing CrossFit for I don't know maybe like four or five years, um, went down the strength training route. So we went to a um, strength training certification together, and and found that piece. And so then, um, at this time we were having like a group of friends come over and work out in our garage. So, um, they're doing, we're, we're, we're coming, they're coming in and they're doing like a strength lift, like a squad, a back, a back squat, a deadlift, a press, a bench press, something like that. And then they were doing a CrossFit workout together. Um, Jonathan has, what?
0: I was just going to back up a little bit and say that even prior to finding CrossFit in 2009, our friend Chris Introduced us to weightlifting yeah. in his garage. He mm-hmm. had a basic like squat rack, yeah, easy curl bar, and some dumbbells. And he taught us the fundamentals of, of doing squats and doing mm-hmm. deadlifts and doing cleans and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I'll post some of those videos in our Instagram story. <laughs> They're pretty hilarious. they you, pretty hilarious. Squatting in flip-flops. Flip-flops,
1: like, yeah. I oh mean, our gosh. form,
0: we didn't really know what we were doing at the yeah. time. We knew it was important. We were terrible at it. Uh-huh. And our the, there was no ability there, but we had the knowledge... The, the piece uh, there was a little bit of the piece of the weightlifting yeah. part in our mind at that time. And, and there's a lot of things that happened between then and 2009 as far as like group classes yeah. and m- you know, me running on the elliptical machine <laughs> at 24 hour fitness. But anyway, there was some, some things, some fundamental knowledge that before we found CrossFit and that was just a completely different thing that kind of blew yeah, our mind when it we first tried that. It
1: combined that strength element um, with like, moving fast and, and doing it for time and competing with those in the class around yeah. you. And I think that's what, like, we already knew how to use a barbell if that wasn't like a scary thing to us. Cause the gym we went to, it was like, all men's barbells was a very like, uh, uh, what I it? think all CrossFit
0: like, gyms were pretty basic, pretty back basic in back then.
1: And and there wasn't a ton of like, here's how you do
0: these things. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we, luckily we, we still had, love you steven we, we,
1: we had some we had some good knowledge i was i remember i would go and be like which one is the snatch again and yeah. oh man he is would that, get so mad oh you better know what the snatch is and i was like ah <laughs> <laughs> but yes um yeah sorry i sidetracked you that's there. okay i just
0: wanted to give a little bit of the background and why like we took so much to crossfit mm-hmm. like why we were like this is something we've never done before this is amazing
1: i remember something i just remembered something about that jim it's like they own i mean i don't even know if there was women's barbells back then like men's barbells why why don't you tell people what a men's barbell is is, (laughs) is 45 pounds standard and a women's is 35 and has like a smaller diameter for women's hands um he didn't have any women's barbells i don't even know if they made them back in 2009 but he I remember I could not strict press the, the men's barbell. Because it, it weighed 45 pounds. Because it weighed 45 pounds. Couldn't get that sucker I over couldn't. Head. I couldn't do it, yeah. What's your press now? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know. But well, let's, it's go, not, let's go it's test like it after d- this. It's about double that, but that's all. <laughs> that's not <laughs> it's bad. It's not my strongest movement. But anyway, like that. I just remember that being wow. a thing that I couldn't, I couldn't strict press. That. I don't remember what he had me do. Probably
0: dumbbells. Maybe. I don't
1: I don't remember dumbbells in that gym. I guess there was yeah, there some. Were some
0: old metal dumbbells yeah. in the corner. Any, anyway. anyway, I really sidetracked us there, That's but, okay. um, so you got us up until the point where we had so done, we had done CrossFit. We had done CrossFit. I was already years. coaching
1: CrossFit. I had, I was coaching, um, I had coached at rice and then I coached at another gym and then we were having a group of friends come over and we were doing, um, from the strength certification we went to, we really learned that using linear progression, um, is the best way for beginners or those just ready, ready to like, add strength to 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 go about it do three sets of five reps at the same weight add weight next time you do it if your form is perfect so we were implementing this with our friends we would come over we would do something a squat a press a deadlift and then we would do a crossfit workout
0: yeah it's it like, it's almost like um, that seminar opened our eyes to yeah. the potential even outside of crossfit of, of building your strength rapidly and
1: honestly really opened jonathan's eyes about building strength like i remember back in the days before we went to went to went there he was just in the crossfit gym like if it was his back squat day he'd be like i put 185 on and that was like every time he squatted he put 185 on and mm-hmm. that's what he did that's this is what i squat 185. i think if you were to he walk into
0: like so many globo gyms right now and yeah. walk up somebody like hey what's your workout they're like well on, Mon- on mondays i do legs like, at three sets of 10 at 185. yeah at and- the
1: same weight there's never like an increase there's never a progression it's just like this is what i do you know yeah. this day and that's that's kind of what your mindset was and this guy convinced you that you can be strong and you can add you know, strength to your body. Right. And I think that was the first time you had like really had like that mindset shift Mm -hmm. about that. So he was on a mission. He, he like, when people would come over to our house, he was only doing the starting strength strength training method. Mm -hmm. He was and it. it, You want to talk? Yeah. I mean,
0: it works. (laughs) It works. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, We found we, it works. Yeah. So I can really say for a, for a new person or somebody who just hasn't followed a, A well written like she said linear progression Mm -hmm. strength program you will increase your strength rapidly if you follow the program
1: so you're getting close to where you're doing three sets of five in the high 200s approaching that like 300 pound at this time i think right
0: i made it all doing three by five twice a week Mm -hmm. which was i did the novice program yeah um i went from starting my work sets probably at about 205 pounds Mm -hmm. and i didn't miss a three by five until i got to 305 pounds so my strength and at that time my one rep max went from probably about 275 pounds to 370 pounds that's amazing just in a three to four month period so that proved to us that there's something to throwing some serious attention to strength training yeah even for the general population
1: for sure um, but you ended up tearing a glute muscle, right? Mm-hmm. At some, somewhere tore in this my process, butt. <laughs> somewhere in this process. So he was not able to do the starting strength or the CrossFit, but our friends were still coming over so he wasn't just going to sit inside. He wanted to do something. And my uh, brother had been a personal trainer back at some point and, um, did a lot of bodybuilding mm-hmm. and Jonathan reached out to him and was like, Hey, I want to do something. These are the things I can't do. I want to kind of get into some bodybuilding Literally, like, I think at that time it was like, especially in the CrossFit world, it was like you don't bodybuild. No, no, no. We no, no, don't, no. don't. We don't do curls. We, you know, CrossFit is really all about functional movement, and that's and that's great. It's, kind of, it's but, kind of
0: funny because the Starting Strength community was very anti-CrossFit. Yeah. And CrossFit was very anti-bodybuilding. Yeah. <laughs> so we just put them all together to make everybody <laughs> bad.
1: It's true. Um, but yeah, so you started doing some bodybuilding in Mm -hmm. the garage with all of us. And I I think people started to take notice that his, the, his body actually started to change. We started to see like physical changes in him that like, we've all been doing CrossFit and strength training forever, but he's like starting to actually like look different. So we're like, huh, there's something, (laughs) there's something to this bodybuilding, Thing, um, so now when our friends are coming over, we're we're doing our strength. We're um, doing a few sets of bodybuilding, like some curls, some rows, some tricep extensions. Really basic stuff, yeah. And then we're all doing a CrossFit workout, and and we're and you know we're starting to see as time goes by, like how how this is like changing us all. You know, it was
0: changing us both, like physically, and we were like. We liked doing it. Yeah. Like the actual process of not just doing the boring strength training, right. not just doing curls in the mirror, and uh-huh. not just like crushing ourselves with with, CrossFit with a CrossFit every workout. Day. It yeah. was an enjoyable thing. It was like five days a week.
1: Yeah. And in the like, yes, the like that's the big piece of it, the longevity of it mm-hmm. for everybody. We we started to see that, and so that you know, this is nearing the time that I started to open Triat CrossFit. And, and then we were able to then like, you know, end up moving that model over to triad CrossFit, like kind of like, it you know, a, sticking yeah. with like mostly CrossFit workouts, but adding the, adding the strength element of course, and adding some bodybuilding classes in there for fun. And
0: I think one thing to bring up is, um, like in the, even, I remember this when you owned triad was you didn't ever want to like move heavy dumbbells yeah. around the gym. You'd be like, Hey, can you come yeah. move this 50? across the, the room.
1: Yeah, there was a time where um, I, when I was owning the gym, Jonathan and a friend of ours, would he, they would work out in the morning together and they would come to the CrossFit gym later that day. So they, in the morning they did bodybuilding and Jonathan was always like, try this bodybuilding. And I was like, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to have anything to do with it because like you said, I, didn't like, I had had, after my back injury, I was like comfortable moving a barbell. A barbell is a straight line. It doesn't deviate from a path and it felt very safe to me. But picking up a pair of dumbbells they are in each hand, it can move, you know, it can kind of pull your body in different directions. I was very uncomfortable with that. So I think I did like a set of curls or a set of something. And I was like, nope, I don't like how this feels. Maybe like some dumbbell rows. I was like, nope, I don't like how this feels. It doesn't feel safe to me. I'm not doing it. And then I think like kind of time kept going on and you kept being like, try this. And I'm like, I would try it. I'd be like, nope. And then I think I finally like kind of gave in. And (laughs) fast forward to where like, I'm, I'm using dumbbells primarily to, to work out. And I'm feeling more comfortable, like moving heavy dumbbells around the gym. It would be like from the twenties all the way, you know, before If like somebody in my gym had left a pair of 50 pound dumbbells on the floor. Not that I was not capable of lifting a barbell with a hundred pounds on it, but i never would have picked those dumbbells up because it didn't feel like a safe position for my back now it's not an it's not a question for me and that, that has not only like transferred from like I, i'm okay with dumbbells but to other things in life like mm-hmm. like carrying suitcases like through the airport or loading something like loading a suitcase that's heavy from the floor up up, up above my head yeah. into like a car or something like things like that that i was not comfortable doing i really attribute like the bodybuilding type piece because i was able to move like Awkward objects mm-hmm. around. Yeah.
0: You did a lot of different stuff that you hadn't done yeah, before.
1: Like the CrossFit gives you the functional movement at high intensity, but I was staying in my lane with just the barbell. I wasn't getting into like the sandbags and, and moving like odd objects, which I do believe is really helpful in, in real life situations. Yeah. But for me, I wasn't comfortable with that due to my injury.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I guess we kind of touched on some of this already, but let's kind of recap, um, what we pull out of all three of these and how we combine them into yeah. uh, what we think is an effective training program for our peeps. Yeah. So we talked about the the main benefit of the strength training is that people who aren't strong or who haven't mm-hmm. fo- haven't followed a structured strength program before get ra- get rapidly stronger yeah. quickly. Yeah.
1: Specifically like a linear strength program where right. you're doing like like I said like three sets of probably around five reps at yep. the same weight, adding weight each time you're successful in your form is like a hundred percent.
0: Yep. And the benefit of doing that is it builds your overall
1: mm-hmm. full body
0: strength. It builds muscle size. Mm-hmm. It builds a lot of mental toughness too, it does. because as the weight gets heavier and heavier, you start to <laughs> you start to wonder. Yeah. And you have to overcome that yeah. heavy barbell. So there's definitely a, a, a mental strength component yeah. to strength training also. And then from the bodybuilding we found that if you're if you're not doing any kind of bodybuilding just doing strength training or just doing crossfit there's the chance that your muscles are going to kind of outpace the ability for your tendons Mm -hmm. to adapt and you may end up with more overuse injuries tendonitis that kind of stuff this is this
1: is mainly in people who you know have gone from like not really lifting weights not really moving barbell loads on barbells to starting to do it and then rapidly increasing their weight
0: yeah and since a, a lot of bodybuilding exercises are done in higher volume mm-hmm. you're building a lot of that connective tissue strength yeah. so that's one of the benefits yeah along with uh, that comes along with the bodybuilding mm-hmm. and let's not ignore the obvious elephant in the room when it comes to bodybuilding is it builds muscle size and helps you build a yeah. physique that actually makes you look like you work out you mm-hmm. know like i was rapidly getting stronger with the strength training but like walking down the street didn't really look like somebody who worked out. I mean, you, mm-hmm. so we we pull the 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 strength benefit out of the strength training and then making you actually look like you're strong <laughs> from the bodybuilding. It's just it's a fact.
1: That's true. Um, yeah.
0: and, and that's a piece of CrossFit that I think frustrates some people. Also, is that if you only do. CrossFit, you might get incredibly fit. Mm-hmm. And, and I will talk about the other benefits of that too. Mm-hmm. But you might not see the physical changes that you were expecting. You're certainly not going to end up looking like one of the people at the CrossFit games if you just do CrossFit. There, there is a large com- time. Casual,
1: casual CrossFit like once a day, you know, once a day. Right. For, four <laughs> to five times a week. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah you're not going to get that from yeah. just doing CrossFit. The aesthetic doesn't always follow yeah. this, just doing CrossFit mm-hmm. five times a week. And then, um, another thing about the bodybuilding is since it builds muscle mass and all the exercises mm-hmm. that you're doing, you're stoking your metabolism too. You're building more yeah. of that metabolically active muscle tissue that keeps you, uh, eating more calories without gaining fat. Mm-hmm. And you know, it helps stave off, uh, dependence on other people as you get older, because mm-hmm. you're just adding to the amount of strength that you have. yeah. And all that extra volume in the bodybuilding translates back to your strength movements too, yeah. because you're building mm-hmm. the muscle that moves the the barbell on your squats and your deadlifts and your presses. So you're yeah. going to get stronger on your compound lifts from a result of the bodybuilding. Also,
1: and you're also going to move weights and lines that you might not see in strength training and in CrossFit. We do a lot of like overhead pressing, but we don't ever do any pulling weighted pulling, like weighted pulling. Yeah. Dead, so maybe
0: deadlifts and cleans, but yeah, you, yeah, you can get so, some, some imbalances without mm-hmm. a, a more well-rounded approach, like physically and structurally, mm-hmm. like, you know, you can overdevelop your pushing muscles, which can lead to more shoulder pain in the front of the shoulder, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So like you said, you're going to do different things in bodybuilding to help you build all around, uh, balance strength yeah. and physique. What else you got?
1: Oh, well then there's the CrossFit piece. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where we're going to, um, you know, CrossFit is constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity. So, you know, adding, adding these functional movements is what's going to like show us how to move in everyday life, like how Mm -hmm. to squat down to a chair, how to pick something off the floor, how to like push something over our head, doing it correctly. So we're not going to get injured. Adding that high intensity piece is where the magic happens. Like learning how to move well at high intensity is where you're really going to see both the physical changes in your body. And what we talk about all the time, the mindset changes, like doing something hard, fast, The which, how, how you feel after that is you know, I've repeatedly talked about this, like euphoria. Yeah. Like you, you, you like you, you just gain this confidence that I have never seen in doing any other type of sport. Yeah. Like,
0: I think like CrossFit, CrossFit and CrossFit style workouts, they teach you more like what your actual limits are, Yeah, what you're you're capable of, how to push your body. Mm -hmm. And that feeds back into the mental toughness side of things too. Like you could probably go have that Hard meeting with yeah. your boss. If you can really push yourself when you're out of breath on a set of thrusters, like yeah, it translates over.
1: Just like in our, in our, in our, in our like workouts, like say the way I write the workouts, like in, in something like the finisher where it's just like three rounds for quality. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're doing things, you're, you're, you're making sure you're moving for quality, but you're not really moving for time and you're not like pushing yourself to like a capacity that's like uncomfortable. The point is to just like get the, the the higher volume and reps, Mm -hmm. but when it's like as many rounds as possible for 12 minutes of these two or three movements. Practice it three, two, one, go push yourself as hard as you can for 12 minutes. There is a shift that goes on in your mind (laughs) of like, this is awful. I can't do this to like, I just did this. And Mm -hmm. wow, I didn't realize I was capable of that. Repeat that on months, years, you're a different person in your mind than you were when you started.
0: I think the, the way that the CrossFit part of our training translates over to life a lot is, is just like helping you to apply this stuff that you've gained Mm -hmm. from all three to your regular life. Like you just said, like I think about our, our deck in our backyard, it's not low to the ground. It's probably, you know, two and a half, three feet off the ground. Mm -hmm. I'm turning 43 next week. Not that that's old, but, um, I don't know that if I didn't do the type of training that I did, I would feel comfortable jumping up and down from That Mm -hmm. deck. I mean, we have we have people come over here and they're like, "Whoa, this deck is high!" And like, where's the lowest place to get off this thing? Yeah. (laughs) And I and I don't think twice. I just jump up there or jump jump down. Yeah. It it helps translate all this, the benefit you get from all your training into being athletic in your real life. Right. Like picking up that heavy thing and putting it in the back of your car. Yeah. That kind of stuff. It's the translation of function. uh, You know strength and fitness to mm-hmm. functional life
1: yeah and helps you not hopefully not get injured when you're doing these things like you were installing that fan and you had the confidence of like standing on a ladder holding something above your head you know and manipulating because you both knew how to like position your body to not mm-hmm. get hurt and you felt like you had the strength to do it
0: yeah that's a great point mm-hmm. that fan was tough <laughs> man <laughs> i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i got one more to hang oh, too gosh <laughs> Uh, hopefully I learned a few things from doing the yeah, first one. I'll hopefully. make the second one even easier. <laughs> um, so do we want to talk about any, like how we apply this more throughout a, a week of training, maybe, or just sure. in general? Yeah. Like, how does all this stuff like fit into people that we work with? Yeah. Exercise? So,
1: so in general, like it, our 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 general like programming would be five days a week. It would be no more than three workouts in a row without a rest day, so that it could either be like three on, one off, two on, or Two on, one off, three on, however it works best for your schedule. Um, we um, Every day, I think it's important in a workout program to give people a warm-up because just like if you're following something, even when in the the warm-up is in a very important piece, it gets your body ready, it gets your heart rate up, it gets your your body warm, but also gives you a little extra volume. So walking into a workout, but not knowing how to warm your body up, I think is, is like a missing piece. So I make sure that we have a good warm-up that translates to the workout that we're gonna do. Um, we prioritize our strength first, because it's gonna be the heaviest load we're gonna move that day, and we wanna make sure that we're the freshest for that piece. Um, we then incorporate um anywhere from like two to five bodybuilding accessory type movements after that strength piece, both to add volume, um muscle size, all the things we've been talking about. And then we finish the day with either like a CrossFit style conditioning workout or our signature finishers, which is something that combines like, you know, some more bodybuilding, some glute work and some core work. Mm -hmm. Or just or just focused on one thing. Um, we try to just do about on average two to three CrossFit style workouts a week, We think that's a really good, you know, volume dosage dosage (laughs) (laughs) to like give you the benefits of the cardiovascular endurance without wearing your body down and just keep you, keep you going, keep you training week after week after week.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's this like term called the minimum effective dose. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal is to, to give you the minimum effective dose of all three of these different styles to keep you interested, keep you training consistently and keep you making progress. Um, I want to bring up two things on Mm -hmm. what you just talked about and the bodybuilding part. There's a lot of people in the gyms that are like quote doing bodybuilding and not making progress because they're not periodizing their, Mm -hmm. their programming within that. So that's an important part of making sure that we're getting people the body building result as mm-hmm. we, is we tell them, okay, here's, here's where your weight is. Here's the weight you're going to use. You know, it's gonna be different for every person, mm-hmm. but, and you're, here's how you make progress. Like there's a lot of people, yeah. you know, doing their routine well, by using
1: like the hard set. Right. So yeah.
0: Right. So we use the hard set. Model. So something
1: you can do because, because it's, because it's different for everybody. It's something you can do at least eight reps and no more than like 12 to 15 depending on the movement. So if, if by rep nine is hard, that's that's a good place to start, and then hopefully you'll progress throughout that. And then you once you get to that, like I can do 15 reps with this weight, it's time to move up and in, in, up in your weight. Yeah. So that allows you to like know what weight to use, how hard to push. Like we don't want you doing 50 reps of a mm. dumbbell row in a in you know <laughs> in right. one in one set. <laughs> you've missed the point. yeah. You've missed the point of that. So that's kind of give, giving you that range helps you judge what you're supposed to be using.
0: Yeah. Just like you said, the magic of the results from CrossFit come Mm -hmm. from the intensity. The same thing comes with the strength and bodybuilding. So that's why um, we want to be working at a certain percentage of our maximum capacity. It's one of the secrets to results in Mm -hmm. that. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up was you mentioned the two to three conditioning workouts per week. Yeah. And then within those, it's important to mix up the intensity of those, and also mix up the time domain mm-hmm. of them because our body has different energy systems it uses to do stuff throughout the day. Yeah, so, um, some so,
1: examples are just like, you know, like a an 8 to 12 minute workout um, versus like a 20 plus minute workout. That'll be you'll, you'll be you'll be running at two different types of intensity mm-hmm. during those workouts, as well as like something where like the person writing the workout controls the rest. That that even adds a different element of intensity because then you're really, you know, you're working for like anywhere from like one to four minutes at like more of like a sprint pace and then you're resting for a certain time. Right. So mixing all of these elements um helps you improve your cardiovascular endurance and not just like staying, okay, every work every time you hit a conditioning workout, it's twelve minutes. We're not the same thing as like if we never added that weight to that one eighty five bar, we're not mm-hmm. improving.
0: Yep. Yeah, I think that's a great summary. Yeah, it's been, it's been a cool evolution for us. And Mm -hmm. we really feel like if we hadn't found this path and Mm -hmm. if our path hasn't, hadn't led us to combining all three of these in the way that we have, like we wouldn't be as fit. We wouldn't enjoy our training as much. We wouldn't stay as injury free as Mm -hmm. we do. And the same thing translates over to our clients now. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah. If you guys have any questions on this or if it doesn't make sense feel free to send us a message too, and we're happy to explain it more but um, like I said the reason we did this episode is because we have some changes coming up in our company Mm -hmm. and to our program so make sure you stay tuned for that if you guys aren't on our mailing list that's where we always tell people of any things that are happening first so I'll put a link in the description of this podcast to that but as always thank you guys for tuning in we hope you have a good rest of your day Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a personal favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review and be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook for the latest and greatest content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we have a few different ways we can help. We offer one-on-one nutrition coaching, 100% custom workout programs based on your goals, And we offer both a 12-week barbell strength building program called Built, as well as a 12-week full body fitness program that can be done at home. We call Body. Get all the details and reach out to us through the website at digitalbarbell.com. Have a great day.